Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Hello everybody, my name is Alex. And I'm Nick. You're listening to episode 104, 104 of The Thread with Hennessy. On SohoRadioLondon.com. Back with the hundred fourth, one oh four, episode one zero four of the thread with Hennessy, Alex and Nick, and we are joined by it must be said a very special guest, a friend, prolific artist, but one of three people to ever be invited back, and that's not because we don't like the other people that have been on, and it's not a matter of proximity; it's just the way it worked out. The the only other people that have come on before her a second time are ironically people who she's played with, Dan Casimir last week and Femi Colioso. And it must be said, the first time I actually spent time with this person, the three of us were together, abroad, on a plane. We can't get on planes anymore. But anyway, I'm rambling. It's really an honor and a pleasure to introduce Nubaya Garcia. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? Really good. Thank you so much for the invite back. Now I know no one else has apart from those two. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. honored. Yeah. No, I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for um, bringing me back in. Yeah, it's um, I've wanted to start, I mean, I think I want to spend a decent amount of time talking about the record because you've just released this debut full-length album, which we love. Thank you. And um, we, both of us are a little bit uh, podcast nerds and we listen to the NPR, like all music considered, New Music Friday and stuff. And they, they did a, a real like nice feature on you. We were talking about you for like five, ten minutes and talking about mm-hmm. London music and your album and how it's at the center of all the sound. Like they were talking about the sound. They were talking about all kinds of stuff. And for me, listening to it, it was really nice to hear. Thank you. Because I know how far away it is and they, they talk about all kinds of music. Yeah. Um, so congrats on that. Thank but you. when it comes to the music... I know we were speaking at length before you went in to record this. We were on a plane for a, on a long journey, and you were like oh, yeah, really yeah, yeah. antsy to record. You were yeah, like, yeah, I was ready, I was ready. I'm ready to get off tour because I yeah. really want to write this music. And that was in like January last year. Maybe two years ago. Yeah, yeah, bro. Um, yeah, I was. I was like, well, we'd been on tour for so long. And now it's weird because I'd love to go back on tour, but in a very different way. And I think because we'd shared so much time together, we played so much. I had all these just like ideas just like sitting there in in the book that I write in. And um, yeah, there was just no time. When I tell you there wasn't even a day in my diary. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so I'm glad yeah I'm just glad we got to it and it felt like the right time um for me uh and just a really good next chunk in whatever this journey is called are, are, are you relieved is it like do you feel like there's a weight off your shoulders after recording this I think relief is the wrong word I'm more like so happy does that make sense yeah. um I think relief makes you think of like pressure but I did a lot yeah. of like thinking and and time taking to like not put that on yourself because that kind of affects your music and it affects you going into the studio with like stress and you're like ah we got 10 tunes to get down mm. and so um after much <laughs> meditation mm. on it well I don't meditate but you know I mean mm. thinking uh I just wanted it to be as like clear from anything else other than the music until it was finished and then the the other side of it starts which is you know mixing mastering mm. uh, all of this stuff so which we love the production nick particularly that was the first thing when we we each listened to it and we're like what do you think of the album that was the first thing that nick says i love the production yeah, they just we, nailed it we really really went in on it it was amazing yeah. like me and quest did it together and i've obviously self-produced my other yeah. sorry i'm right far away um <laughs> getting too comfy um self-produced my other two eps but this one right was different because i um i've worked with quez mm. on the naria record i loved what, you know what he did with the like live raw yes. takes that we did and just like made it sound so full and thick yeah um and i yeah i just really wanted to learn from him doing it with him and i also had all these ideas and i was like you see this record from here and that record from there like yeah. i want to combine it all along with everything that you know just get this melting pot going yeah. and he just took a lot of what i said and just translated it um into you know music yeah, speak, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um production wise because i think yeah it's just made me care even more than i did already about um the importance of production and mixing mm. and like texture mm. and how much you can add um in between that but yeah anyway yeah i mean the whole band has nailed it with their performances but like you say the the production it just captures the live element of it and the bass in particular it just rumbles mm. throughout the yeah, record doesn't it dan, dan bassist dan Casimir, he must be delighted yeah no we went in on that we started from there it was yeah. like build it from the bass up yeah and then bass and like kick drum and then yeah. everything else yeah. has to fit around that if it's not yeah. working then will make it work yeah. but um those are always i think it's also like from the kind of music that i've grown up listening to that isn't jazz mm. i think um i place a high 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 importance on where you feel the bass not hear it but like feel yeah. it um so yeah, yeah i hope uh we we did Dan justice, but um, no, it's incredible. I got the yeah. I got the text. <laughs> I got the text from Dan, the text of approval. So um, yeah, that's all I can ask for. And with it being a debut album, obviously we've we've known you for uh, a few years now, and you've been making waves. And for a debut album, I mean, I'm I'm reminded of a lot of artists that say, "Oh, my debut album, it took me my life to write." I remember Erica Badu saying that about. Baduism. I hear that. Um, <laughs> is this a similar case with you, or? Is it slightly different? Like, have you had these tunes with you a sort mixture. of bubbling in your yeah. mind and then gone in and done those those 10 or...? Well, yeah, I guess they were... Obviously, Source was on the last EP, so yeah. I, I wrote that and just reworked it. Pace was written just 
I can't really remember, like, but probably a few months after the release of... Um, actually, yeah, I wrote it for when I went to India. So it was like 2018 August. That's when mm. I wrote that tune. So those have existed for a while. And then just building a kind of story over the last couple of years and like kind of getting... I've just been getting ideas together and just making sure that they're down so that when I did have the time, because I was just like, it was quite stressful not being able to write mm. whenever you want. Um, so, you know, when inspiration strikes you at 3am, yeah, right. you best get that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think when I finally sat down to write last summer, like properly realise everything. Um, yeah, it was a really beautiful process because it, it just felt like I was... Um, kind of more equipped you know my mm. compositional style has improved I hope and I just had so many ideas and like inspirations to fall back on and kind of take a bit further that mm. um I don't know I guess yeah you could say it's been I guess a lifetime to write but it right. didn't it felt it didn't feel like that it felt really quick there's, to be a, honest. there's a few tunes at least two the ones you named where I'd, I'd seen you perform them live mm. Was that most of most of the rest of it had never been played in front of an audience? All before? brand new. All br yeah, never never played to people. Never played to people. I I really like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's kind of an old school approach because I feel I like love now doing that. I feel like now, especially in this music, uh, where it's mainly instrumental. And by the way, the use of voice on this record is awesome. But um, I feel like people place a lot of importance on like we gotta test it in a room around people, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I really commend the. Now we're just gonna record yeah, it like yeah. this. It's like two different schools of thought, both of which I love. Mm. Like other groups that I've worked with, um, we like gig it, and we make we kind of like mold it, and then we get in the recording. I really love doing that, um, but actually having done both on this record, pace and source, do you feel mm. like? They had a chance to like live yeah, <laughs> before right. we got to the studio and, and it really influenced like everything and that I guess doing that also influenced how we approached the new tunes because mm. you have to like meet the level of like oh I've known this tune for ages yeah, sure. um so you kind of like you just have to tap into whatever that sound world is of the the new tune that you're trying to get down and um yeah I mean it was it was a challenge but like a really good challenge like I yeah, the tunes are quite hard. Um, I, I, that wasn't you like yeah. that wasn't on purpose. Um, but coming back to them again since yeah. we recorded them, like what it's been a year since we recorded, and um, so coming back to some of them now, obviously we would have been touring, and and so it would have been fine. But I was like, oh, what did I actually do here? Mm. You know, um, all my charts were in storage, so I was like retranscribing. It's like it's, it was hilarious. Speaking um, of would have been, I mean, what? So where have you been? Where, where have you been through this whole six month world stop? Oh, situation? everywhere in my brain. Um, <laughs> no, I think, where have I been? So I've been in London for the first time, this length of time for the first time in years. So I actually was chatting to a friend the other day and I think I just re-fell in love with London again. London was getting well, a bit like, yeah, my gosh, isn't it? I love it so much. And, and I think when you're coming, when you're on tour and stuff and you're coming back to London, it, it can be a bit like, oh my God, it never stops. Intense. And, yeah, and you've got to like go and see a friend on the other side of London because otherwise you're not going to yeah. see them for two months or yeah. whatever. Like I think I just had a really nice, peaceful um, six months of like just listening to great music and... Cool. And, um, you know, thinking on the future. 
So absorbing new sounds, perhaps, for the next record. Maybe. Not that you probably want to even think about that just yet. I'm always well, thinking we, about yeah. lots of different uh, ideas. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not afraid of that, I think. Yeah. It can be quite a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, putting out a record and like yeah. letting it go but like this record is we yeah. finished it in January do you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah, we finished yeah, yeah. Mm. mixing then we mastered and we went yeah. back and forth and all of this stuff yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. an amazing process to be like that involved in it um, and get it like just the way that I want but yeah I'm, I mean that was ages ago (laughs) so um obviously it was meant to come out sooner and and covid kind of like scuppered the plans just like everyone yeah of course um so yeah it's just allowed me more time to think about you know other things that i might want to do in the future well speaking of embracing new sounds i would like to um be bold and play uh one of the tunes of the album that it's probably well what definitely one of my favorites la cumbria and I wanted to ask, just before we go into that, it's got a very um, uh, South American feel to that song. Mm. Do you want to explain maybe the, the inspiration on that one? Yeah, so, um, well, two things. Uh, last September I went to Colombia for the first time ever um, and I went with the British Council. Um, thank you for the British Council. Um, and... I went with two bands from London and I can't remember how many, but eight or nine musicians from all over Colombia. And we had a place, we had a studio, um, really beautiful space, Mambo Negro records, studio space, kitchen, outside area, all of this um, for a week. And we just played and we talked and we shared stories and we listened to music and we all had gigs around the city. We saw their gigs and I met this musician called Diana San Miguel and she's a vocalist and a percussionist and um she's incredible absolutely phenomenal like the way what she can do with percussion in particular like maracas and her blend with like other vocalists as well when she's singing is just really 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 beautiful um she said her band was coming to London the next month and I was like amazing tell me when I better be here to see it (laughs) that was like my one day in London I was like well this is meant to be I went to see them um and the band was called La Perla and yeah it just blew me away honestly it was like in a in a I can't even remember what the venue's called but like 200 person venue like in the arches in Cambridge Heath it, yeah, I don't even know what to say. The energy Vibes. was like, yeah, the energy was mad. And it was like a whole different community um, that had come out to see them, which I thought was incredible to connect with that. Basically, after the show, I was like, yeah, I wanted, I'd wanted, i love to do something with you. But let's chat another time, blah, blah, blah. Like, But just letting you know, I thought that was amazing and, and no pressure. <laughs> and, then, and then, yeah, it ended up happening and they were really up for doing it. I went back to Colombia in December. I spent nearly two months there, um, which was phenomenal. That was my, like, big break after two years of touring. Um, And, yeah, we just... What you hear is what we did. We got in the studio. Thank you. 
beautiful track. I mean, the music speaks for itself, doesn't it? <laughs> um, we have to um, ask the sort of, yeah, obligatory COVID question, really. Sort of how you've, how you've done. I mean, we've sort of touched on it anyway, haven't we? But sort of, has it been a, a time of reflection for you? Have you enjoyed it? Has it been difficult, you know, losing I mean, that sort of treadmill of what you've been doing? Or have you enjoyed just a time to take a bit of a break and... A mixture, to yeah. be honest. Like, I think I'm. It's a shame that there are no gigs, yeah. <laughs> but also it's a forced break for loads of people that yeah. really needed it. And I think it's made people realize how important quality of life is. Yes. You know, um, I think it's given people a chance to think about what they actually desire and like mm. do you want to be in london do you want to be as busy as you are right. do you want to be busier do you want to spend more time with family do you mm. want to spend less time with family because you've been <laughs> living with them like whatever it may be it was like a real time of reflection and introspection i think personally me like i just really enjoyed the break um i'd already just had like four months break right scheduled um because so i was like well well yeah because i was like i'm gonna be on tour for seven months yeah. Let me make sure I have a decent break yeah, at yeah, the beginning yeah. of the year. So when everything was going to be kicking off, I managed to squeeze two tours in with Joe and then Naria yeah. um, in February and then everything just like locked off. So my tour just like kaput. Um, but to be honest, it is what it is. Like it's so shit, but yeah. there's nothing we can do about it yeah. right now. Yeah. All we can do is like try and stay healthy and on top of your like mental state of well-being is there talks for spring or summer or oh yeah the tour's been rescheduled to february so it's happening brixton right hopefully is yeah. the london show yeah brixton is very the exciting show. yeah brixton yeah, academy yeah. yeah sick no electric isn't it sorry my bad brixton electric <laughs> I genuinely don't know. I'm sorry. I mean, I, you said it, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And so, sort of tying in with that, your relationship with touring um, mm. is is it must be it's intense. Yeah. yeah, but like also right now, it seems like a whole other lifetime ago. Right. Um, but I'm really grateful that we got to do like that for two years and mm. kind of build like we mm. we built on all of the gigs that we were doing in london in such a beautiful way we yeah. reached so many different countries and people yeah. and rooms yeah. and experiences like it's mad you can't get that in any yeah. other way um online isn't the same thing like you can reach more people but yes. like i'm actually not there with you we yeah. don't get a chance to chill afterwards mm. and chat yeah. um I don't get to like find out your favorite cafe spot that yeah, I can right. go to the next morning. All these little things make touring like mm. good. Mm, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And I think, and meeting other musicians on the road, like right. I do miss that. I really miss the hang. Um, and also just like traveling. I love going yes. to different places other than London. Like, mm. um, but yeah, I guess I just, the I, I really guess the key that. is just is spreading it out enough that you can actually get a feel for the place that you're touring. So you're not just going from flight, airport, yeah, yeah, tour yeah. bus, that's venue, <laughs> repeat. Yeah, like you, you know, know Columbia just, experience. You yeah. know, that, that's, yeah. that's quite unique and, I mean, and quite special. Yeah, you had a similar thing yeah. in Brazil, though, yes. didn't you? Yeah, I yeah. saw you play in Brazil, and that was wicked. It was Thank an amazing you. time, but you got to spend like a week or something. Yeah, like I stayed an extra week and a half. Yeah, um, incredible. I like to do that. Like, I really like to yeah. do that. That's one of my favorite things about touring and yeah, life right. in general. Like, doing a gig 
and then getting to stay for a week or two or a month yes. or whatever, like depending on whatever else is going on the time. But I love to do that. Becoming it's a like, local. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And also you've gotten in when you do mm. a gig somewhere. You've got like all the people in the room that you could be like, oh, I'm going to be here for a week. So mm. where should I go? What should I do? Like, I would love to see music from here. Like, what do you go and do on a right. Tuesday yeah. night? That's something that I really enjoy um, connecting with people all over the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking of the online gig, I believe you're doing one. I do, soon. yeah. I have one coming up. October yeah. 29, is that right? Marina. Yeah. October yes. 20, yep. I got the nod from Marina. Yeah. So how can you... So I think it's sold out. Um, can I get like a, a code? Can I... Can I? <laughs> so, no, basically live, uh -huh. it was online and in real life. So there's like a number of seats that the Barbican is cool. allowing people to sit in with strict uh, social distancing yeah. rules. Yeah. And, um, and so the they're all gone. But yep. all of, obviously online for everyone, <laughs> wherever <Yeah>. you are, <laughs> you can still watch it. Um, but that will be amazing and mad. That will be the first time that we've done um, a live gig full album. I mean, we won't be able to play the full album because we don't have enough time. But mm. that will be, you know, the full experience, basically. Amazing. S something I thought of just now before we play more music. Um, has a manager changed your life dramatically? Cause Managers. I, man I have two wonderful <laughs> managers. Two? Yes, I do. That's I pretty do. hardcore. Um, it's the power of New Bar in 2020. Well, you know, <laughs> it's two you can't managers. Stop me. You two. can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> we, we must move. There's the other one um, across the road. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they got the street the covered. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Um, management, worldwide management has changed the game. And... Yeah. Well, um, you see it in the, the album, to be honest, the the immediate relief of um, all of the shit that I was doing mm. before. Mm. Um, Giving you the headspace. Well, yeah, must well, it's, have just, been it's the main actually thing. just time. It's just time. time. Mm. Um, to focus you know, on what you should be focusing on. Yeah, which is the music, it's right? literally just time to... I mean, I wouldn't do anything different if I could do it again. I think now I have a really amazing understanding, not like bigging myself up but I have a very good understanding of um you know a manager's role yeah. jobs um and not just the management like anything in the music industry like I think it's important for musicians to have like a tiny bit of an understanding and then build on it if you want or whatever like otherwise you know you I think it's just important to be aware of what's going on and what you actually desire you know, because people want different things from the music that they're creating and the industry mm. that they're getting into. Um, so, yeah, I think I really appreciate like the tiny weenie understanding I have mm. of of um, some of the aspects of this industry. But yeah, I'm very very grateful to Barbara and Marina. Shout out Marina, who's yes, in the room. She's, she's working now. Shouts to both of them. <laughs> Very busy. Can't even look out. Let's hear some... Hi, Bob. Yeah. Hi. Bob. Hi. <laughs> Shout out to Barbara. Let's hear some more music. This is Demar y Rio. La Perla, the by 
Well, that was a track that you said play this. So, do you know these people? Did, I, did, yeah, they're on the they're on my record. I know uh, okay, that can be a track. I mean, tell me. Well, tell me, are you listening to loads of Colombian music after spending your time there at home? I am listening to more. I wouldn't say it's like the only thing that I'm listening to, but yeah, we we had so much time to listen to music over lockdown, and for some reason, I ended up doing like loads of mixes and loads of radio shows. So I just like expanded my current listening library, like tenfold. It was mad, and I got my records out of storage last week, which well is done. beautiful. Mm. A year. It's very. What was the physical. first one you played? Oh God, what was it? Oh, Alice Coltrane. Hey. Journey into yeah. such an unending. I can't say that, but yeah. But the, the the tunes that you put on just now, I mean, it's it's very physical music. Yeah, it's like yeah, you yeah. kind of like instantly yeah, yeah, yeah. want to move. It's really beautiful. This stuff. is it. It's like so inviting, and I find I was thinking about that quite a lot over the last year, and like especially on tour, like you can see it physically. Like what makes people move? What makes people not? You know, you kind of have to warm up some people. So what is it that's like undeniable? Like what can you play? Or do or whatever it is like that is like undeniable to like let people be free, freer from life, <laughs> from your everyday life. I just like to think really hard when I'm listening <laughs> to music. <laughs> me too, bro. Me too. But you can think and move. <laughs> yeah. Taking a bit of a, a left turn, I think I was try- trying to think the last time I saw you, and I think it was at the Ronnie Street party. Oh my gosh, which, that was so long ago. Which again, yeah. sort of, I remember that that day thinking, oh my God, because I think you had to come from Finland mm. and it was a mad dash. Yeah, it was And really of course bad. the street was packed because we'd <laughs> okay. never done a street party before. So Congrats, guys. just too many people heavy, turned though. up and all the rest of it. It was amazing. And um, yeah. you were amazing. And actually Thank it was you. great to hear some of the tracks that um, that are on the album. Mm. That I sort of recognised the themes mm. when, I, when I was listening. So, um, but... You know, it's just, it's been an absolute whirlwind for you since since you last came on the show, you know. And yeah, it really has. continued sort of snowballing of success, um, which we are, you know, it's an absolute joy uh, to see as fans of you. Thank you. Um, what, are there any sort of, a few highlights that come to mind? In the- Very good question. I think the highlight was um, listening to the final Masters, like excruciatingly loud but not like <laughs> going to hurt my ears <laughs> but, um, no it's just like like in a way that you could be surrounded by it like I really I remember that yeah. and um, I remember that forever like it was really really special yeah. and like just a true like everything's come together it's finished mm. okay now we move on Yeah, you know what I did like yeah, maybe other people will yeah, <laughs> soon yeah. but I think um, that was really special I think also Oh, what else? Over the last couple of years, because you kind of done it like everything. Like, Aww. sort of, if you sort <laughs> of t- if that. you were to sort of write a list, mm. I mean, Glastonbury. Aww. You played Glastonbury, and the year that there was no Glastonbury. Yeah, that was crazy, oh, right. actually. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. That was like what two months ago. Yeah. yeah. So um, to explain for anyone that didn't hear, this was Nubia and Joe and Jones playing in front of a sort of frame of the pyramid stage. Yeah, yeah, right. Live on BBC. Yeah, live TV is different. I'll tell yeah. you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially with jazz, they were like, "Are you going to finish now?" Uh, <laughs> it's three minutes thirty seconds. I was like, "We're nearly there, guys. We're nearly there." Promise. Yeah. Um, no, that was really special, and like, it's just quite mad to be able to 
be um, a part of Glastonbury, even though things have changed, obviously, right. massively. Um, I think I did this gig in Barcelona uh, as well. That was like, I'll just never forget it because it started really? raining. Oh, yeah. At the end, like the very, very end. And they just weren't ready for it. Like it was oh. baking in the day. Yeah. And the rain was like coming on stage and like all of my pedals, would, my microphone, my saxophone was getting wet. Everything was just getting ruined. And I was like, well, we're not done yet. Like we're not <laughs> finished. No one's kicked me off. The sound's still going. So we're just going to do it. And like it started happening. Like when I, I think I was like, it was just me playing like complete solo. And, um, and what I just love is that I think Sam told me, um, Sam Jones, who plays drums for me, he he was like, yeah, everyone was like telling us to shut up and like stop playing. But like I had my eyes closed at the front so I couldn't see that. Uh, and so, but they came in, like they yeah. came in after I, obviously like I think I cued it and we were playing Lost Kingdoms or something. And like, I'll just never forget that they were like there. You know, like just ready, even though everyone was like, no, you have to stop. Tarpaulin was coming from everywhere. The rain was like drenching us. And they were like, no, Nabiah says we have to, like, we're, we're not stopping. Uh. And I'll always remember that because like, yeah, that was mad. Um, that well, was that's a good really sentiment, special. isn't it? Just don't stop. Well, yeah, they were just there right with me. Yeah. For, <laughs> for better or for worse. <laughs> um, so I'll always remember that. And also just, I mean, I, I do remember like most gigs and i couldn't choose like a special favorite mm. one they're all highlights for their own different reasons even ones that people probably would be like oh it was like a 50 person room or something yeah. in the middle of nowhere like it's still a gig but it had it's the vibe. still a gig and like with my band like playing with the guys like every gig is like everything yeah. you know you give everything yeah. you had one hour sleep well i guess we better we just push through push through <laughs> and joe's all right because he smashed his hands up right is, is, is that yeah i mean we don't want to talk about sorry. that too much. <laughs> he's okay though he's playing Everything's he's absolutely fine cool. like and sounding as brilliant as ever yeah he sounds yeah. great on the record yeah yeah absolutely does and what about things you know albeit what we've just said about all the experiences that you've had well, what about stuff that you haven't yet checked off your bucket list musically mm. um well this this whole year yeah <laughs> all the organization <laughs> and stuff we were meant to go to fuji rocks that was yeah. gonna be a really like wild moment yeah. um touring america like actually properly without having to do some madness just to make it financially viable and it never is um but yeah. we'd finally got to a stage where we could do it and obviously it hasn't happened so i'm just hoping it can move um but i want to get to latin america right to be there. honest i want to get back to the caribbean i want to get to latin america i just want to go everywhere and like just meet people and kind of like spread what we're doing you know mm -hmm. and and it's it's not even like as hippie as it sounds like it's not it's not about me it's about like sharing the music as far as it can and setting up relationships with people so that you or me or whatever like i can tell people about them and they can be brought over you know yep. um to play and to share their own music and and culture like it's just that's what it should be about like obviously it's weird to say it in the time of covid but that's kind of always what it's been about and the more i tour the more i love you know that side of things being able to like 
connect with other musicians and other creatives and be like, okay, I'm going to remember you. And the next time I know someone coming in, I'm going to hook you up. Or whenever you're in London, like, just tell me what you need. Right. Because people look after you so amazingly well across the world. And um, yeah, we need to do that. I want to see, and if there has already been one, and I don't know, I'll take a kick in, but I would love to see Nubaya Garcia at Tiny Desk. Has there been one? Has it, has it, okay, well, oh, it got awkward. Oh, oh sorry. Okay. okay. Well, I would love to see that someday. I hope that, <laughs> oh I hope that happens someday. Uh, I don't know what I'm allowed to say, but, but let me be, just say, just in like, the pipeline, keep your eyes possibly. and ears open uh, for okay. next week, cool. please. Oh, <laughs> See, man, there's some intuition in between I just so did years. not expect you oh, to say that. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, you nailed it, Alex. Um, but yeah, thank Alex you. Alex just felt yeah, the, yeah, uh, you the vibrations. Nobody told me. No, but I love it, but you're on the right track oh lovely well it's been a pleasure to have you down i hope there's a festival season next year i hope i feel like the answer to a lot of these problems are do more things outdoors and i know england doesn't lend itself to that most (laughs) yeah great timing alex but the the weather's about to go south you know but i hope that in six months time uh, or f- sooner, later, I don't know, sometime for the love of God. Uh, <laughs> we've got a vaccine. <laughs> we're at a gig together and you're playing music and I'm there in- enjoying it. I, hope I really, that- really hope so. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for coming down today. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. And I think it would only be right to finish with a track from the new album. Uh, perhaps you'd like to choose one. I would say we've already played... What have we already played? Together is a place to be, La Cumbia and... Inner. Yes. You played yeah. in a game already? Yeah, yeah I played okay. in a game. Let's play... Um, ooh. Okay. Oh, God, this is difficult, uh, isn't it? Um, okay, uh, let's play Before Us in Deborah and Cora. Amazing. Well, we are out of time. It's been a joy to have Nubaya on the show. Thanks once again, Nubaya. Thank you so much for having me. I had a really good time. I have to say, it's a real pleasure to see you again. And I hope... It's so good to see you both. Yeah, I hope that it isn't... uh, There's not another, like, pandemic lockdown year between the next time we see each other. So thank you for coming on. And congratulations on the record. (laughs) Thank you so much. Amazing. Go get the vinyl and tune in to the live stream at the Barbican in October and go and see one of the first live gigs back I know. in February, right? Yeah. Mad, yeah. February is the tour and um, you can get the record now and you can see me and us, the band, me and the band in October. Great stuff. Okay. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Will, on production. Will. And we're going to finish with a new remix by... Uh, Thundercat. It's Dragon Ball Do Rag. I've had-